The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as a potential for discussions about other topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the person stating them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ed. And boy, howdy, do we have a fun one set up for everyone tonight. First, because our episode number is a multiple of five, it must be a cocktail episode. Second, because we decided to release this a few days early in time for New Year's Eve, we're having a party and we invited all of our friends who took part in the previous three cocktail episodes. And third, just to make a little bit of mayhem, we're pitting the ladies against the men in a battle of the sexes version of Family Feud. That should be fun. So Ed's going to start us off by introducing the cocktails we'll be enjoying as well as everyone who's with us tonight here on the 2019 New Year's Eve Whiskey Cocktail Reunion Extravaganza. Absolutely. So excited. We've been waiting for this for like a month. Everyone's been just chomping at the bit to get here, and here we are. So, first of all, from episode five, the original cocktail episode, we have our ever-popular crowd favorite, Gabe, the Whiskey Sherpa. Greetings, everyone. Happy holidays. Glad you're tuning in. From episode 10, our Ladies' Night episode, we have once again Shelby. Hi. Drea. Hi. And Nari. Hello. And then from episode 15, our fall cocktail extravaganza, mm-hmm. we have Anders. How's it going? And the lovely and talented Ariel. Hello. And so we're going to be featuring three New Year's Eve cocktails crafted for you once again by Anders, our most favorite and wonderful mixologist. Sorry, Gabe. And they are <laughs> <laughs> Ward 8. A Baltimore eggnog and a bacon washed old fashioned. Wow. So exciting. And everyone's going to be involved in evaluating and tasting. And in between the drinks, we're going to play rounds of the Battle of the Sexes Family Feud. So it's just going to be so much fun. Everybody say, uh, yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah, fun. Woo. Yeah, fun. Woo hoo. Woo. Who? Who? Because this is our New Year's Eve episode, I wanted to give a little background. Um, There's evidence that people have been celebrating New Year's Eve as far back as the Babylonians 4,000 years ago. It's funny, because you seem to be Babylon quite a bit. (laughs) Guilty. So um, it was actually Julius Caesar that dropped the beginning of the calendar to the January 1st, and it stayed that way for a while until the Catholic Church decided that they wanted to just F with anything the Romans did, and they, <laughs> they made it back to March. And finally, Pope Gregory the 13th reestablished January the 1st as New Year's Day in 1582 CE, and it still is today. So in America, of course, the most famous thing for us is the dropping of the ball in Times Square. Mm. It started way, way back in 1907 with a 700-pound iron and wooden orb to now a brightly bedazzled behemoth. Nice alliteration there. Thank you. 12 feet in diameter and 12,000 pounds. 
Just out of curiosity, has anybody been up to Times Square for New Year's Eve? Never. To Have me? you? Once. It was awful. How did you pee? That's the question I always That's why I always ask. don't go. Yeah. They lock you in. Yeah, right. Once you get to the spot that you're at, you can't leave, so you can't pee. Right. So and they're just peeing where they're standing, right. right? You just pee. really ugly with a lot of bodily fluid. You're oh. in, you're in, right? <laughs> How's that for alliteration? I was there in 2002, which was a very tense time in Times Square. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. So it wasn't a fun time, but at least I can say I've done it. So. Yeah, that's true. Plus, you're probably at the mercy of the weather or whatever that could be, well, and you're yeah. sequestered in Times Square. Yeah, sometimes it's really kind of balmy, and sometimes it's absolutely just devastatingly cold. Yeah, so you want someone to pee on you. Oh, yeah. At that point. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey, buddy. Send that stream over here. <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> Cheers. Happy, Cheers. Happy, happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Oh, it's a Christmas miracle, it is. <laughs> so my, my leg is so warm. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Now the breeze is coming. Never mind. Oh, God. Oh, God. Now it's frozen. It's over. My leg is frozen pee. So, so Anders has made the first cocktail, the Ward 8. Right, which we have no idea what it is. So, Anders, please educate all of us on what a Ward 8 is. Round one. So, a Ward 8 is a classic whiskey cocktail. It's got a nice pucker to it. Uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> Puckish. Okay, sorry. It's tart. Um, it is. So it's going to be rye whiskey along with a little bit of grenadine. Mm. I made this grenadine uh, from scratch, so pomegranates and sugar and pomegranate molasses. Oh, uh, you talked about this on your episode that I, you I made did, your own I pomegranate. Did. Pomegranate thing you make? Oh, grenadine? Yeah, he makes his own grenadine. Yeah, I make traditional grenadine. Who so. does that? At a pomegranate? Scratch. Uh, yeah, tr- uh, grenadine's traditionally made from pomegranate. Oh, is it? Actually, oh. so and it's got more of a pucker. Mm. Ed, do pucker, do pucker. Who who is pucker to us? <laughs> do you know a pucker? <laughs> no, we're waiting for this. Pucker, <laughs> so great. Scott and I created the world's worst mascot for the colon and intestinal health <laughs> department of America. There's also a little bit of lemon and orange juice. So it's a little fruit forward, but the, the citrus and the pomegranate really kind of like add a nice tart balance and nice and mildly sweet. The rye whiskey is still very present there as well. Which rye did you decide to use? Um, I actually used a local rye, Fenwick's, which is made by uh, Pine Tavern Distillery. They are out of Monroeville. Awesome. So it's a rye that we've never had on top of everything else. Right. Yeah. It's great. Brand new rye. Ward 8. It's yeah. whiskey, grenadine, lemon juice, and orange juice. All right. Oh. Let's all pass these out and see what we think. So right. the girls have theirs in very tall, beautiful Cheers. cocktail glasses. We're going with a low ball. Cheers, everybody. Right. Happy New Year. Ooh. Wow. There's a lot going on there. Oh, wow. No, it is very tart. Ooh, that's different. I don't it even taste tart. the whiskey in it. It'll catch up to you. Wow. Yeah. It's like... um, I've had a cold, so it, it might not. It's actually good for the throat. Catching some very alcoholic grapefruit to start off the bat. Mm. It's very tart, but... It is. It's so like, you if you like... Like the Sour Patch Kid candy and stuff. Right, you get the spiciness from the rye, yeah, absolutely. the citrus from the lemon, and the sweet from the grenadine. It's really a nice combination. Oh, wow. This is an amazing cocktail. I'd never heard of this drink before. Yeah, like why are these not being drank everywhere in America like all the time? One of the reasons why I like doing these episodes is because a lot of people, when they think about cocktails, don't think about whiskey being usable in a cocktail. Yeah, like two. You Just the traditional ones right. that we did in the episode that we did with Gabe. Right, episode five. When I bartended, we used to start out the cocktail hour with a, a whiskey shower pyramid of tall glasses on the bar. Oh, nice. 
However, and this is like, don't even bring that here because that was a joke. And this thing here blows that whiskey sour away. I mean, it's in the same vein tasting mm. as a whiskey sour, but it just, it's just so much more elevated in flavor. Right. So much that's, more there. That's a great point. And it, it's a very nice drink. We did a cranberry whiskey sour in episode 10 and it was good, but it lacked the construction of this drink. Right. Yeah. Girls, what do you think? Uh, let's start over there to uh, yeah, Nari. Kind of reminds me of first class fireball. Really? Fireball? You bring fireball oh. up in here? <laughs> well, that's what the I'm trailer like, park of whiskeys. Like, <laughs> rich people fireball. Oh, rich people fireball. It's okay. A oh no, I see what you're saying. I love it though. Dry. The thing about like like whiskey cocktails, sometimes you can't feel the burn. Like I mm-hmm. feel the burn with this, and I like that. Mm. All right. Yeah. I like that you like that, Ariel. <laughs> what, what do you think about this? Have you had this before? I have not. Um, I like the depth of the pomegranate. Yeah. It's really interesting more than like a cranberry. I think everybody's had a vodka cranberry and they know right. what that tastes like. Yes. And they expect it to taste kind of basic and like mm-hmm. sometimes that's fine. But this has a lot more depth with the pomegranate than, than that does. And I think I, I like that aspect of it a lot. Yeah. Shelby, your thoughts? Honestly, when I first tried it, I didn't care for it. Mm. It's too much. It's too much but flavor. I've had like four sips now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's growing on you. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I definitely get a zing in the and I see what Dre's talking about. It burns in my tummy, but it's a nice burn. Yeah. It's yeah. Warm yeah. Because I'm really cold right now and not as cold. <laughs> all the ladies are cold in my apartment, but all the guys are <laughs> sweating. Super hot. I'm literally they don't drink enough like whiskey because I'm sweating. After. What was that? What was that Oreo? Has like a really interesting mouthfeel afterwards that lingers with you. Yeah, the flavors like stay that. with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the the fruit flavors are all fighting for the taste on your tongue and to it's be like a little, little more, battle royal uh, of flavor. Yeah. It's got a burn, but it's got a sweet burn. Very complex. Right. That's awesome. Scott, do we need to pause for a second while you get the game ready for the round one? No, we can get the game together right now. Okay, so I'm going to read the rules. The teams are the ladies against the men. We're going to play Family Feud. There will be three rounds. There are three questions in each of the first two rounds, with the points doubling and then tripling with each question. The third round will be played like fast money, but both the ladies and the men's captains will play against each other instead of having two members of the same team add their scores together. And those captains are Ariel for the ladies' team and Gabe for the men's team. They will start each round and play in the third round as fast money. When a team gets three strikes, the person who got the third strike will have the opportunity to answer a trivia question about the cocktail episode they were in. If they get it right, the third strike will be removed. This can only be used once per question. Similarly, when a team is stealing and gets the answer wrong, one person on that team will have the opportunity to answer a trivia question about the cocktail episode they were in. If they get it right, they can give one more answer in the hopes of stealing. Let's play Bamboozle. (laughs) This is so like friends. I'm so Ross right now. It's a double whammy question. Right. Because the ladies have one more person, because I'm the host here, one lady per round, not the captain, will be my co-host, Shelby. Hey. And help me determine who chimes in first, judge correct answers, and she will ask all the trivia questions as well as the round three questions to the men's captain. The prize for winning the first and second rounds will be to be served the next cocktail first and talk about it. The winner of the whole game gets bragging rights forever. All right, everybody ready? Okay, let's play the feud. Round one is the ladies' round, and by that I mean all the questions were asked of 100 women. There are six answers on the board. 
We asked 100 women, name something women do better than men. Gabe. Plan. Ariel. My feminism is screaming, but clean. Yay! Housework, the number two answer. Do you want to play or do you want to pass? We're going to play. Absolutely. All right. (laughs) Dre is next. Do you want me to repeat the question? Yes. We asked 100 women, name something women do better than men. Dance. Sorry. Sorry, you're wrong. (laughs) Yay! Nari, how are you? How you doing? I'm doing good. Name something women do better than men. Maturity. Think rationally. Good going, Ariel. Um, Make children. But we are. Sorry. (laughs) Well, well, that's true. That's one of our main things that we can do. Right. Drea? I feel the pressure. Yeah. You have two strikes. There are four answers on the board. Okay. How we're better? Yes. Okay. I want Drea to get a strike because I want to see your answer to every question so bad. (laughs) Try to be nice here. No, don't be nice. (laughs) No, bring it out. Don't be nice. Be right. Yeah. Ooh, damn. We are better at being patient. I'm really bad at this. All right. So now you get to answer a trivia question. I do? Yeah, because it's the third strike. And my dream is complete. (laughs) In episode 10, name two of the three cocktails that Ed and Scott made. The the lime... The Limerita! I don't freaking know! (laughs) And we renamed one for the Millennials. Mm, What was it? The Sour Patch Kid. That counts. (laughs) (laughs) If it's right... Can you think of the other one? Because one of those is wrong. I wasn't here. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the sour patch one. I'm going to give you that to you. But the other one was not the lime Ricky. Oh yeah! 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 Nowhere! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah. All right. Well, the X has been expunged. So Nari, the game continues, and you can give another answer. There are still four answers left on the board. Name something women do better than men. Everything. <laughs> and now it goes to the men. Oh. Name something women do better than men. Uh, I, we're going to go with cook. Are you serious? That's so... It's, yeah. Cook is the number five answer. The other answers, number one answer was shop. 33 wow. points. The number three answer was drive. That's insane. Bullshit. No, I don't think so. I was going to go with that, but wrong. Keep in mind, this is women who are asked this question. It was. Of course, they're going to say, oh, I'm a better driver. Oh, I got my phone in my makeup out while I'm driving down 295. Statistically speaking, don't men get into more accidents than women? That's why you guys Maybe. have higher insurance than us? Maybe. Maybe. Right. That's Maybe. what I thought. We, <laughs> good point. It's a shame we're going to have to cut this. My job. <laughs> <laughs> In- insert chauvinistic remark here. <laughs> right, right. Oh, so the last one was raise kids, oh not have kids. She nixed it. I was going to give it. She nixed it. Yeah. See that? That's why we have two people here. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. 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 If you turned it down, it would be different. A whole penis issue if you turned. Yeah, that's right. I was like, oh, he's got a penis, of course. It's getting very Freudian. <laughs> okay, so um, we have the second question for Gabe and Ariel. The points are now doubled. Top five answers on the board. We asked 100 women, name something you like to see a man do 
because it expresses his gentle side. Ariel? Send her flowers. Gabe? I'm going to go with cry. Ooh, number one answer. Wow. Oh my God, you got so vulnerable here. That was very good. He's about to cry. (laughs) I'm like, I'm so verklempt over that answer. Like, you were so open and real. What a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's Anders and me. Okay, Anders. Talk about their feelings. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Ed, take care of the children. Do something with the children. Play with the kids. Number four. Gabe, we asked 100 women, name something you like to see a man do because it expresses his gentle side. Take her shopping. No. That's two strikes. Anders? Take care of a pet. So Anders gets a trivia question. All right. Okay, so in episode 15, Ed tells the story of how we came up with the worst superhero ever, Mantris. Name one of Mantris's two arch enemies. Uh, is like one of them the bedwetter? Mm, no. Another three-year-old? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> three-year-old. <laughs> No, the, his arch nemesis are Bedbug and Yellow Stain. You were very oh, close. The yellow Stain. Yellow Stain is the uh, <laughs> the outcome of the Bedwetter. Wow. Yeah. Although Bedwetter wouldn't be bad as an arch nemesis for Mantris. Yeah, so, so the girls get to steal. Yeah. So, so Ariel. Come on, ladies, don't let me down. Ariel, have you conferred and come up with an answer? Um, listening. I'm sorry, sorry, I didn't quite hear that. No, you just weren't paying attention. Ariel, game's on. you get to have another guess if one of you answers a trivia question. So, which one of you would like to answer? Nari, would you like to use that one yet? Yeah, let, let Nari do it. In episode 10, we talked about the Greek god of sugar. What was his name? <laughs> what? Sugaronius. Yeah, no, it was diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the men get the points. In this round, they're tripled, so you have a chance to catch back up. All right. Ariel and Gabe, up to the microphones. Top four answers on the board. We asked 100 women, name something that you would not like to have a man do for you on a date. Ariel. Pay for dinner. Number three, pay for everything. Would you like to play or pass? Play. Okay. Drea. Order for me. The number one answer, order food. Good job. Good, good job. job. Out there taking names, you know. Two more answers left on the board. Nari, like name me? something you would not like a man to do for you on a date. Touch me. Sorry, your first strike. Ariel. Pick me up. No, I'm sorry. That's the second strike. Assume that I'm going to go on a second date with them. No. That's probably the answer. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so a trivia question for Drea again. <laughs> well, I got the first one, so bring it. Oh, you did, didn't you? All right, yeah. now this, you have to get the exact answer okay. correct, because it was previously mentioned. Okay. In episode 10, what was the alternate name we invented for the cranberry whiskey sour to get millennials interested in drinking it? The, the millennial name. Yeah. yeah, I already yeah. said it. Yeah, right. 
But he said the exact name. Yes. Something Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> Yo, he's giving me this look and is doubting me. I'm doubting myself. Don't doubt yourself. Sour Patch. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I can't. I can't. Ice Maker is laughing at you. So it was the Red Sour Patch Kid. The Red Sour Patch oh. Kid. Because the I'm, cranberry for yes. the UCI. Yeah. <laughs> I should get an extra point for that one. Fuck <laughs> yeah. The two given answers were... Order for them and pay for them. (laughs) Yes. Order food is the number one answer, which was guessed, and feed me, which is the number four answer. So then there are two (laughs) answers. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) I just gave that up. Okay, so there's one answer left. So there's one answer left because I I said the wrong answer. Who in the hell would feed somebody on a date? Right. No one was going to guess that anyway, so we're safe. All right. So the men are trying to steal. Name something you would not like to have a man do for you on a date. Um, opening a door for them. Open the car door. That answer kind of amazed me. I think it's a gentleman thing to do. I don't think women hate that on. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. That's the one I know to hold the door. That's why I'm saying it's such an obscure thing. Why wouldn't you want someone? Yeah. What about feed me? The one I gave away. That's creepy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. At the end of round one, the men are winning three ninety five <laughs> to forty five. But remember, we have. Remember, we have two full rounds after this for you guys to clean our clock. You do. Yeah. <laughs> In the last quiz key I did, I was leading Anders after the first round, and he beat me by like 1,200. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That happened. I really thought I was going to lose that one. I'm not going to lie. All right. So we're going to go take a break. Anders is going to make us the second drink. I think next is going to be the bacon old-fashioned. Oh, yes. Yes. Bacon. The scrapple old-fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia classic. All right. We'll be right back. Uh, break time. Round two. All right, everyone, we're back with a new drink. This is the Bacon Wash Old Fashioned or the Benton's Old Fashioned. Mm, we don't know who Benton is, but great idea. Mm. Thanks, Benny. So, uh, Benny boy, uh, Benton's is actually a kind of a thick cut bacon. Yes. And, oh. Um, yeah, it's a thick. thick. Mm. So he's thick and cut, is yes, what you're saying. thick and cut. Yeah. Not just thick, not thick with two Cs. T-H-I-Q-U-E. Right. Thick. Very thick. Like Robin thick? Minus the allegations. Right, minus the allegations. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's named after Ben's traditional thick cut bacon. Okay. And this is using a technique called fat washing. Ooh. And so the fat washing technique was popularized by uh, one of the bartenders over at PDT, or Please Don't Tell, which is a famous speakeasy and cocktail bar in uh, New York City. Okay. About 10 years ago. Okay. And so you're going to take any kind of fat. It doesn't need to just be bacon fat. And you're going to bring it to a simmer. Uh, mm-hmm. And then combine your spirit, whether it be whiskey or anything else. Really give it a strong mouthfeel. Right. It's going to be like very round and you're going to get a lot more of those flavors sticking around for a lot longer. Wow. Mm. Wow. Trick is you don't want to burn it and you don't want to boil it. Otherwise, you lose alcohol content. Okay. Right? Let's simmer. Let those flavors get to know each other a little bit better. Hey, Hi. Uh, Hi. Hi. What's going on? Hi. Hi I'm how bacon. are you? Yeah. Nice to meet you. Hi. I'm, I'm bacon. How are you? Hi. I'm fat. Hi. <laughs> I get in my oh, mouth. No, oh, you're not. P H A T. You are. <laughs> this is your game. Get in so my mouth. Get in my so, mouth right now. So you're gonna let those flavors infuse, then put it in the freezer. Oh. Fat freezes rather easily. Alcohol does not. Right. 
So as soon as that happens, it's very easy to just filter out the fat. Mm -hmm. I use a fine strainer, and then uh, I again I let it go through a um, coffee filter. Mm. Okay. Uh, the flavor will right. bond, and the flavor Stays. will stick around. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So if you use a very thick cut, smoky bacon, for example, <laughs> you like that, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Bacon. Thick bacon. cut. Thick bacon. Cut bacon. Bacon. You you get a new sp bacon. <laughs> You got a new spin on a classic, like an old fashioned. All right, yeah. so, so what's in here besides the so, rendered bacon fat? So I used a piggyback, which is Ooh. the newest whiskey released by Whistle Pig. Oh. Uh, it's a so Whistle Pig is famous for doing these Happiness. very elegant, delicious, incredible rye whiskey. Some of the best rye whiskey in the world. Only problem is, we're spending like fifty dollars on a bottle of whiskey. Why do you want to use it in a cocktail? Right. right. So they came out with a six year aged rye, oh. which. Uh, just became available in our area. Mm. So as soon as I got my hands on the bottle, I actually did this fat washing process. So we're going to use that. And what's that run? Um, runs, uh, you'll probably find it in the source for about like $45 maybe. Yeah, so that's it's reasonable. It's reasonable, yeah. For a whistle um, pig, that's For a whistle pig, sure, yeah. that's cheap. Yeah. Where you can also easily spend like $90 on a bottle of whistle pig. Yeah. Instead exactly. of even getting to like their highest Remember, end. Remember, maple syrup is $28. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it's true. This uh, Ben's old fashioned has that along with some maple syrup. Mm -hmm. Naturally, mm. was and it whistle pig maple syrup? No, it was stuff I had no, in my fridge. <laughs> How much do you want, Ed? Can whistle we try pig. the damn thing? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Whoa! It's so different. Ooh. Just it's, wait for it. Yeah. Bacon kick in you. It's a bacon finish. Yeah. There's a pork underbite right there. Yeah. Which we all want. Don't we? Wow. Yeah. Citrusy. So yeah. different. But I want, definitely I want, a meaty taste to it. Yeah. So what's everything that's in here now? The So it's the maple syrup, that bacon fat washed rye whiskey, classic Angostura bitters, and then just finish it off with a little orange around it. Really? Yeah, so the is, citrus I'm getting is just from the, um, the yeah, peel. Yeah, wow. there's that peel, yeah. a lot of bitters coming through for sure. But, yeah. it, it, it but really, you, how long was it sitting before you gave it to me? Uh, I feel like the orange came into the drink more than normal because normally when I get a drink, Scott, I'll tell you, I don't usually let it sit there and marinate it. <laughs> See what you're missing, Ed? Yeah, by drinking it back so fast? I should take some time. Yeah. Or order two. Enjoy it. <laughs> drink one while the other is getting where I should be. Like you never order two. Like that never happened. The orange zest and the bacon are really blending well together. Yeah. yeah they they really pair nicely. Yeah, the citrus really helps cut some of the fat, but it also brings out some of the sweetness. This is a great well. twist yeah. on the Let's old-fashioned. Let's bring the girls in now. Yeah, the ladies the come back. The ladies come, have come been drinking and, and, and tasting. They haven't, been <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been shunned. They just lost the first round. That's Nari, all. what do you think of it? <laughs> it's definitely different. And I'm not going to lie. The bacon taste afterwards throws me. Well, it's a different kind of taste. Yes. I mean, You don't drink bacon normally. So. Yeah. No, so it's like <laughs> it's, strange. Not like I do. Ariel, what do you think about it? She's sipping and smiling. Oh, 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 no, she didn't smile. Uh -oh. That is not a happy face. It's not my drink. <laughs> it's very alcohol forward, which mm. is not usually my style mm. of preference for drinks. Um, I do like the citrus in it, the that like orange, real mild. What about the sweetness? Is, yeah, the, it's a really round flavor, which I like a lot with the balance of all of the flavors is really nice. Mm. Um, I think to start with the sweetness and to end with that kind of savory yeah. like aspect to the bacon aspect <laughs> yeah. with the salt. Um, the pigginess. The, <laughs> the pigginess. Yeah, it's very, it has a lot of complexity to it, which is interesting. Sure. Shelby, thoughts? I love it. It's so good. I don't know. It's delicious. It's I'll say the, the alcohol one. forwardness is what she likes. She's like, yeah, I think it's going to get me fucked up. So, yeah, that's my, that's my pick. This one tastes like it fucks you up more than the first one. So, this one. 
All right, Trey. <laughs> this has a turnt level of eight. <laughs> this one is definitely a sipper, mm. but it's a good sipper. Mm. And I feel like, I don't know if it's the drink or those like mac and cheese balls that just shoved down my throat. Like, <laughs> right. You're, you're having a lot of savoriness yeah, happening. Yeah. But I, it leaves that like, um, kind of like that spicy flavor Ooh. in your mouth. Okay. Did we get everyone's opinion on this drink? Yes. Okay. We're going to start round two. I of, like it too. Well, oh. I was say, Anders <laughs> likes it. Thanks yeah. for asking. <laughs> so we're going to start round two of the battle of the sexes. Ariel, Gabe, are you ready? This is the men's round. And by that, I mean we asked 100 men of all these questions. There are six answers on the board. We asked 100 men, name something you put on to be sexy. Gabe. Uh, nice cologne. Number four answer. Ariel, if you get a better answer, you a can hot, steal. A suit. Number two answer. Ah, uh, yeah. The ladies have it. Oh, yeah, Will you girl. play or pass? We'll play. All right. Shelby. Nice shoes. So sorry. One strike. Nari, name something you put on to be sexy as a man. A tie. Horrible answer. <laughs> Some of these answers are not hot. Like, the one answer, it's not hot. Right, because they ask men. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> and, and, and we don't know what we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, one of the answers could never make a wiener stand. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> From the last podcast, yeah, I guess. Right. She she liked joke. the wiener stand pickup line. All right, so ten more pickup lines. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, number eleven. You should sell hot dogs because you already know how to make a wiener stand. Oh, you can buy me a drink. That's an no for me. Oh my god, that's oh, no. so great. We talked about hot dogs and wieners, and it was good. Yeah, and she liked it. She's like, yes, all of that. Because I like hot dogs. All of that. Yeah, because she just likes hot dogs. <laughs> right. Wait, whose turn is it? Shit. Wait, whose turn is it? Is it on a date or it's in general? It just said. Put on to be sexy? Yeah, we asked 100 men name something you put on to be sexy. Mm. Clean underwear. Is that the third strike? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Drea is going to read Ariel her first trivia. In question. episode 15, name two of the three cocktails Anders made. Oh, she's got this. The Bucure. Mm hmm. And. Oh, I know all three. Do I get an extra point? No, but. <laughs> she should. The Godfather and the Chancellor. Yeah, oh, that is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah girl. Very good. Mm -hmm. Love so when he talks dirty. So the strike goes away. So The strike goes away. So Shelby is up. Wow. We asked 100 wow. men, name something you put on to be sexy. Tyra Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would work. A that, smile? Yeah, that would work. A smile. Oh, that's a sweet answer. <laughs> Wrong. No. That is three strikes. The men get to steal. We're going to go with some of your finest jewelry. I'm jewelry. sorry. That is incorrect. However, you can answer a trivia question and get one more try. Who wants to answer one? I'll it, step up. Gabe. Okay. In episode five, Ed makes a comparison between bitters and what basic office supply. Oh, staples. Yes, that is correct. Wow. Staples. 
funny in the researching of it, Angostura bitters was an actual ingredient. So how far back does Angostura bitters go? Is there some company that's just been making this one simple product that you only use like a few drops? Like this one bottle lasts you like... <laughs> and I've seen this on the bottle before. It's a product of Trinidad and Tobago. Yes. Tobago? I, no, Tobago. You're right. You say Tobago. I say Tobago. Let's Correct. call the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was getting uh, staples out and I noticed there's 5,000 staples in a box and I'm thinking, how do the staple companies make money? Like oh, a box of staples will last me so long at my desk. I'm thinking the, the jar bitters has to be the exact same thing. Like, I'm I don't know how you make money selling staples. And I don't know how you make money making bitters. Come on, guys. There are four answers still on the board and you can confer for one more answer. Something we put on to be sexy. Cologne, a suit. How about a tight shirt? Muscle shirt. Muscle shirt. That's the one I said that they thought would be attractive that I said wasn't. And they got it right. What does that say? All my shirts are tight, bitches. Yeah. All my shirts are tight. All my shirts are tight. Sexy bitch over here. Yeah, drinking that bacon fat, bitch. I am. We have no reason winning, girls. Step it up. We are like absolutely brain dead. Because you're old. <laughs> it's because they're sexist. Because <laughs> we're old and sexist, exactly. Wow. The oh. number six answer was nothing. Oh. Yeah, you know it. You know it. The number three answer was glasses or shades. And music was the number, number one answer. Number one answer! I, I thought of it right after I said yeah. something. I was like, they're putting it on. They're not that was the number one answer. All right. In the second round, the men have 50 points. However, the points are now doubled. Second question for Ariel and Gabe. There are six answers on the board. We asked 100 men, name something you need to be a successful ladies' man. Well, uh, hold on. Is this a fuckboy ladies' man? Yes. Oh, I'm Googling fuckboy right now. Hold on. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's what it means. All right. Quote, unquote, fuckboy. Let me rephrase the question. We asked 100 men, name something you need to be a successful fuckboy. <laughs> Gabe? How about a full-time job? The number three answer, Ariel, you have a chance to steal. An expensive car. That's it. That's number one. Number four. Oh, so close. The men get it. Play or pass? We're going to play. All right. Anders. We asked right, 100 men, go. name something you need to be a successful fuckboy. Yeah, Anders, try to dig deep. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> How do I be a fuckboy? Let me, let me think yeah. back. I'm going to go with, like, the perfect haircut. Oh. So sorry. So Ed? A nice sharp bachelor pad. You would I think so, right? Two strikes. Uh, there were four other answers. No, Gabe? How about a nice fuck me attitude? I mean. Really? Because... <laughs> I mean, you gotta no. have self-confidence, right? <laughs> Maybe I'm praising you wrong. Self-confidence? No, that is also... <laughs> Gabe, you can answer a trivia question and have that X expunged. Are you ready? I'm ready. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. Okay, in episode five, we made multiple versions of two of the three cocktails we featured. Which cocktail did we not make another version of? The Old Fashioned, the Manhattan, or the... Boulevardier. <laughs> I believe it was the Boulevardier. It was the old-fashioned. You thought. God damn it. All right, so the ladies can steal. We asked 100 men, name something you need to be a successful fuckboy. A body. A body? I'm sorry. Um, Hold on. Uh, one of you can answer a trivia question and get another chance. 
In episode 15, Ed tells the story of how he and Scott came up with the worst sports mascot ever. What is his name? Ariel. It was mentioned earlier. Well, there's two. It was like Mantris, the mattress guy. And then there was another one. Is, the, is Are we talking about Mantris or the other one? We're talking about the other one. <laughs> Hold on. Let me think. I don't know. I don't remember. It's Pucker. Oh, that's okay. right. It was Pucker. So it's like Pucker would always come out to Phillies games when he filled in for the fact. Right, like, and he hey, was just an asshole. Hey, everybody. Right, so giant asshole. Right. Hey, everybody. Right. Get your colonoscopy. Yeah, he- Pucker. All right, so uh, the number six answer was charm or a good conversation. Uh, five was a handsome Fine. face, not the body. Well, we all got that. Not, a, not the body. Number two was fine clothes. And number one was money. Dollar dollar billion. Right, we where, asked where men is this poll here. taking place in like Southern California and LA or something. Southern California in 1974. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Right, that's why I didn't say fuck boys. So y'all went back in time to 1974. No, I don't. And asked a hundred men. I've I've no idea what time period it was. Well, I don't know what kind of men they're asking. So I just want to check. All right, so so the men won the second question, but only 46 points, and the points were doubled, so. The men only have 96 in this round, so the women could really clean up here. The women need to win this round big time. Did you say women clean up? Oh, I did. Wow, that's so appropriate. Sexist. (laughs) Women, feel free to take off your shoes and get in the kitchen. Oh, my God. They are in the kitchen. (laughs) See how we did that? You like that? I'll take your shoes off. Ariel and Gabe, third question. The yeah. points are tripled. Ladies, let's get it done, okay? <clears throat> you need this. Top four answers on the board. We asked 100 men, name something men think they know more about than women. <laughs> Ariel. Women. Number four Preach. answer. There are three that can beat it. <laughs> Gabe, you can steal. Everything? The ladies have it. Do you play or pass? We're going to play. Okay. Pressure on them now. Play them, girls. All right, Shelby, there are three answers. We asked 100 men, name something men think they know more about than women. Finances or money? Good answer, though. I I agree. That's a good answer. It should be on here. It's not. This game is stupid. (laughs) Nari? Driving. I'll give that to her. Uh, I'm going to give that to you. Number one answer, directions. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 If you say, if you say no, then they won't go back to that. So, yeah. You're yeah. Right. All right. There are two more. Two more. Who's up, Ariel? Um, sex. Ooh, Ooh, that's a great answer. Wow, that was a good That should have been so an answer. should be on there. It so should be on there. You're absolutely yeah. right. This game is stupid. Right. That's two good <laughs> answers. Shelby, there are still two answers on the board. Um, politics? Uh, I'm sorry. Another good answer, too. It's crazy. That's a touchy subject. All right. So, Shelby, you get to answer a trivia question about the (laughs) episode you were in. Drea? All right. You ready, boo-boo? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Talk like that. Yeah. Keep talking. In episode 10, Mm -hmm. you rated bad pickup lines as, ew, no, and I'm listening, or you can buy me a drink, bitch. However, you all came up with two more ratings. Name one of them that we created ourselves. You can get it? You can get it? I don't think any of the pickup lines made me say you can get this. Well, I don't know the wiener stand, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, except for that one. So they were rapey. 
And also a punch in the face. Yeah. That's my fair line. I knew that's the one you were thinking, Ed. I said it. Of course I did. Here's the last one in this round. Nice legs. What time do they open? Oh! Oh! That's a punch in the face. Oh! A new rating. Okay, so the men have an opportunity to steal. Here we go. So, confer and come up with a name. Yeah, we're going to go sports. Wow. Wow. Sports was the number three answer. The number two answer, the only one left, was cars. Oh, like fixing cars. Yeah, we do. Matches with the muscle shirt they chose to wear. Right. Right. Oh, you got a flat honey? Let me help you. None of my honeys will be flat, right? All right. So at the end of round two, the men are winning 791 to 45. You better cut wow. that out, Scott. We are getting yeah. annihilated. Is this wow. how we felt when we played? Oh, oh my God, yeah. ladies. That's what it feels like to be me all Wait, the time. Where, where? Wow. Jesus. Y'all can still come back. Okay, so we're going to go away. Anders is going to make the final drink. We're going to taste it and then play the last round for thousands Why? of points. Round three. Okay, we're back. Anders has made the third drink. Anders, what are we drinking? Yeah. So, uh, okay, for a final cocktail, I went with more of a dessert cocktail. We're drinking a Baltimore eggnog. Mm. Um, so it is a whiskey eggnog. Um, it I is have- noggy. It is very noggy. There's a lot of nog on there. We're using Muckley Eye bourbon in there, which is another oddly named, quite delicious. Muckley Eye. Uh, local. Muckley. Uh, whiskey. Yeah. From yeah. where? Uh, they're from Colts Neck. Horse country. Jersey? Jersey, yeah. All right. So there's bourbon in there, along with a little bit of brandy as well. Brandy. Also, I decided to add a chai syrup. So it's a uh, chai tea concentrate and sugar mm, in there. Wow. Instead of like a typical simple syrup. And then uh, half and half as well. It's and like- an egg. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that, that's the most important part. Look, of look at all of his bottles over here. It looks yeah. like my kitchen counter is an apothecary. He's got all these bottles with like labels handwritten yeah, on them. Yeah, looking like, what's the beer that always comes in this? Um, oh, Grosch? Yeah, Grosch. Grosch. It looks, it looks like my daughter's like biology bottles. lab she works at. You're who now? My daughter. Her biology lab. Oh, her biology She's lab. a biology My biology lab. It's a biology Did I slur? No, I did. I'm drunk. Okay. Okay. I'm hopped up on cold medicine and caffeine. People. All right. You're all, all right. nogged up. Let's try the drink. All right. Wow. Mm. 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 Wow. Cinnamony. Yeah. Very cinnamony. What? Garnish with a little a cinnamon treat. and nutmeg. Nutmeg. Yeah. Mm. Nutmeg. Creamy. I'm not a big eggnog fan, but I like this. Mm. I, I can't wait to hear from Nari because she's a big eggnog fan. Winter, yeah, but, winter tastes. But yeah. she lost so it's a lot of that chai. Yeah, <laughs> Ariel is giving me the evil eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't understand how they lost the whole. I don't either. Hundred questions on. I don't women. either because men are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. That's the whole point of having the mic. But you'll be over here soon enough, and we'll we'll love to hear everything you have to say. Not as thick as your normal eggnog might be. No, no, no. no it's a little bit lighter. The whiskey cuts that yeah. down. I think maybe that's why I don't really like eggnogs, is because mm-hmm. they're so thick and they're so heavy, yeah, rich and heavy. Right. But yeah. this is much lighter. Typically, when people make eggnogs, they're gonna batch them together. So right. it's like you know you're gonna add every all your ingredients together. Typically, people mm-hmm. use rums and right. Gabe, you like, like uh, thick, heavy stuff in your mouth normally, don't you? Oh yeah, I drink it all the time. Oh dear, wow. 
Wow. <laughs> penis need, punch. I need an adult. <laughs> penis punch. I'm not a big fan of eggnog on the record. It's uh, It is kind of disgusting and uh, overly thick. I, I do know that my brother Joe likes eggnog quite a bit. He does. No, no he surprise there. He likes big, heavy, thick things liquid-wise. He drinks condensed milk out of the can. What? Yeah. He, yeah. Wow. He's an odd dude. It's we horrifying. All know His birthday cake is like Frankenberry cereal. It's like it's like a strawberry cake with strawberry icing. His, we, mo- his mom always had to have like a like a Jewish apple cake so we could all eat something like adults because he was oh, eating goodness. like a cake of a nine year old. <laughs> we could have a whole podcast on Joe's uh, uh, idiosyncrasy. We should right. have Joe on we just won't, to talk about his podcast. We should. He doesn't like whiskey or bourbon, and you know, well, no, he doesn't. That's why he's not here. And it's a good bring thing. him to the lounge. I'll convert him. Yeah, Ooh. we'll bring him. He's he lives in the area. Okay, okay. So let's bring the ladies over. Ladies, can you come and uh, give us your input on this drink? We'd love to hear from you. We would. We really would. Honestly, the podcast kind of sucks without you. Come on out of the kitchen. It's a wood pile over here. We need something <laughs> else. <laughs> yeah, it sucks without you. Anders, lower that mic for uh, Ariel so she doesn't. Shut. You're just so integrating. No. <laughs> no. I'm, what? I'm, what? I'm being sincere. <laughs> bring the mic down three feet. We want to hear you have I a know. lovely voice. We have heard from many people about how lovely your voice is on the podcast. Yeah, Thank they you. comment. Absolutely, yeah. Do I? <laughs> Why, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, definitely now. And I should mention that the uh, summer whiskey cocktail episode with Adrea, Nari, and Shelby has the third most downloads of all of our podcasts. But the fourth one is your guys' episode, episode 15, The Cocktails. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, Ariel, what do you think of the cocktail? So, this is my favorite thus far. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I love eggnog, mm-hmm. but again, like um, it was mentioned before, I like that it's not as thick, but it has that kind of feel, that cinnamony, nutmeg, kind of spiced creaminess, and, you know, that alcohol is definitely still there, but it's not, you know, punch you in the teeth with the, uh, like, knock you over. Right. It's delicious. Yeah, I love it. it mine's almost gone, by yes. the way. <laughs> mine's almost gone, too. This yeah. is the quickest drink I drank. Shockingly, mine's almost gone. Oh, oh shockingly. Wow. The drink vacuum. <laughs> Shelby, how do you like it? Um, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Do you like uh, eggnogs normally? I love eggnogs. Oh, okay. So this is a nice uh, in the middle. Nice fucked up, but you still got some. <laughs> <laughs> Nari. It was amazing. Mm. Eggnog is like literally one of my favorite drinks. Everything I look forward to during the holiday season is eggnog. So, and this is just perfect because I love alcohol and I love eggnog. So there we go. <laughs> Drea. Um, I actually hate eggnog, mm. so when I had this, I was surprised I actually enjoyed it. I'm surprised there's an egg in here. Like, Is there? Yeah. Yeah, there's an egg in it. Hence the eggnog. <laughs> Listen. Shade. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's presented so nicely. Like, if I was throwing, like, a Christmas party, I would Just hire serve these. It's a beautiful presentation. The yeah. glasses are great. It's like nutmeg and cinnamon and methamphetamines. Great on top. so addictive. <laughs> that explains it. No wonder I drink mine <laughs> so fast. That's why I like it. Not because of yeah. the eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> One suggestion I can make, and I'm not in any way diminishing what Andre made here. Really I think once you get the cinnamon shavings off the top of your drink, it's lacking in a, a cinnamony taste. Well, Sweetness. what you could do is put a crust around the glass rim that has it in there, which mm. is what he would probably do. And then every sip, you could just rotate the glass. You could again. rim it, is yeah, what you're saying? That could work. Like always, Gabe, a rim job would work for you. Oh, I, yeah. I could definitely move that around my lips. <laughs> Okay, so I think we'll stop there and we'll play the final round of the Battle of the Sexes Family Feud. We're going to ask five questions of Gabe and then five questions of Ariel, who we have 
sequestered out in the hallway uh, with Shelby chaperoning. And Nari is going to ask the questions to Gabe. <clears throat> First question. Name a job in which an attractive person probably makes better tips. Waitress. Name a place where it might be romantic to get stranded with your partner. The Caribbean. Name a color some men would never wear. Pink. Name the age when women stop dyeing their hair and let it go gray. 48. Name something that you should know about someone before marrying them. Political affiliation. All right. Turn around and look at the board. (laughs) The make-believe board that we don't have. All right. So the first question, you said waitress. Waitress was the number one answer. Survey says... 65 points. The number two question, you said the Caribbean. We're giving that to you, Island. That is also the number one answer. Survey says... 61 points. The third question is, name a color some men would never wear. Pink is also the number one answer. Survey says... Another 65 points. Uh, Name the age when women stop dyeing their hair and let it go gray, 48. Survey says... Zero. Name something that you should know about someone before marrying them. Political affiliation. Survey says... Also zero. But the men have scored 191 points. All right. Bring out the ladies. Bring out the ladies. Or just Ariel, actually. I'm back. Hello, Ariel. The men have scored 191 points. Jesus, criminy. Wow. But the door is open. So here are your questions. Name a job in which an attractive person probably makes better tips. Um, a waiter or waitress. Name a place where it might be romantic to get stranded with your partner. A beach. Name a color some men would never wear. Pink. Name the age when women stop dyeing their hair and let it go gray. 60. Name something that you should know about someone before marrying them. Their credit score. <laughs> <laughs> Not a terrible answer. Wow. All right. Turn around and look at the board. The first question, name a job in which an attractive person probably makes better tips. The number one answer was server, waiter, or waitress, which Gabe also got, and that was worth 65 points. Uh, the second question was name a place where it might be romantic to get stranded with your partner. You said an island, which was the number one answer that Gabe also got and was worth 61 points. Name a color some men would never wear. Pink, another number one answer, another one that Gabe got, and another 65 points. Name the age when women stop dyeing their hair and let it go gray. 60 was the number two answer. Survey says... 32. The number one answer was 50. What? Really? I thought 65. Yeah. 50, 60, 65, and 70. 70 was that low? Yeah. 70 is when you stop dyeing your pubes. Yeah, and you start bejazzling. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Name something you should know about somebody before marrying them. You said credit score. We gave you the number one answer, which was income. Survey says... 39 points. And then we said that we were going to quadruple the score. We did this off air. We're going to call the third round for the ladies. 1,048 to 764. But overall... The gents still won 1555 to 1093. Okay. It wasn't that bad of a kill, though. No. Yeah. It, you, right. you guys really well, did I mean, come back. Truth to me. Whatever. Truth. We lost. Y'all I, suck it. 
We can still give birth to humans and you can't. So I mean, I'm go. not without us, you can't. But we can. Can't. We go to a sperm bank. But who gave the sperm? Doesn't matter. The sperm didn't just come out of the sky. It's raining sperm. Hallelujah, it's raining sperm. Get up, Rellas. And Nari's out. Love you guys. We'll see you guys this time next year, and you will suck it. Oh, damn. That is a challenge. All right. New Year's Eve. Next year, New Year's Eve. Tell us what we've won, Scott. Uh, you've won bragging rights forever. And oh, we a piece of Ariel's pie. Forever. Oh, my God. So Ariel has pie. Ariel is a pastry chef. She brought one of her creations. Ariel, please inform us what we're about to enjoy. You are about to enjoy chocolate silk peppermint pie. This is our new winter item. It is chocolate mousse. It's pretty dense. It has crushed candy canes mixed into it. And it's pretty delicious. <laughs> That's great. Thanks it so much for bringing it. Yes. And um, Andres, while we're talking about the local, you have some stuff coming up in the new year. So, Scott and Ed, you've been to a couple of our whiskey tastings, which you do every month over in the lounge. Yes, I think and three of them now. I wanted to give you an mm-hmm. early scoop. You guys are going to be hearing it first on the Whiskey Tangent podcast. We are going to be doing a Woodford Reserve Ooh. whiskey oh. tasting in Damn. 2020. Are they going to have their wheat whiskey out by then? Is that going to be part of it? Yes. Oh, I've not tried that. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yes. Yeah, um, been... So it'll be a five-course whiskey tasting. Yeah. <laughs> Another five-course whiskey tasting that we'll be having there, which is going to be a personal favorite uh, to Whiskey Tangent listeners, is a bullet tasting as well. Ooh. Coming home again. They're also so good. So good. It's so underrated for the price point. Right. But the quality is so far above there. And that is something that we really wanted to highlight. And then the other one that I wanted to announce. You look so excited right now. I'm excited just looking at it. So in 2020, we'll be doing a Buffalo Trace tasting. Oh, Oh God. With Buffalo Trace. (gasps) Yep. We have a bottle of George T. Stagg. Blanton's as well. Okay. Whoa. And we are going to be doing Pappy Van Winkle. It's a Christmas miracle. I also want to mention that this is Ooh. like a personal victory for Andre yes. to be getting the Pappy. I bet. It's yes. So oh. when we first opened the lounge, I had a lot of objectives. Basically, just don't lose the owner's money and <laughs> make sure that everybody leaves with good experience. Right. <laughs> And then I said a couple of pipe dreams, and one of them was I wanted to get an allocation of Pappy Van Winkle in the first year. Right. Now, what does it cost retail? For, what are most liquor stores market up for? Um, the average price for a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle 15 is around $1,500. Shit. Yes. <laughs> that didn't need a microphone. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's something that's incredibly rare. It's incredibly sought after. And we're really looking forward to, rather than just auctioning it off to one of our locker members, we're really excited to be offering that at a whiskey tasting. And I'm just really thankful and proud to say that we've now officially become the number one American whiskey bar. Get out. State. We now officially have more American whiskey than any other bar in the state of jersey and i think it's 171 right uh 172 oh they just got oh, one yesterday yes. 
Yes. <laughs> they must have got one yesterday while I was not paying attention. <laughs> I didn't know about the Pappy, so there you go. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, it's one of those things that I really believe in the democratization of creation of whiskey. It's become such a class thing, and I really want to bring it back to the people. That's one of my great passions in life. Excellent. You know, it's so funny. That's exactly how Scott and I felt we started about getting like in touch with new, real bourbon drinkers. You know, not just like the elite people that have their little niches, but actually people that are out there trying to like take this journey and find different things to drink. And, you know, we got into the local lounge and we really didn't realize what we were getting into. It's like, well, it's our local whiskey lounge. It's called the local. How ironic. Right. You know, it's like close to us. Like we got into it and it turned out to be an absolute gem. Yeah. The people, the menu, the product. Seriously, we met Anders and Ariel in March and I feel like I've known you guys forever. It's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. We feel the same way. Yeah. Jesus. Gabe. Gabe dropped a piece of pie. That poor pie. By the way, the pie. Oh my god. Chocolate and peppermint together is probably my favorite flavors. It's like chocolate fudge with crunchy peppermint pieces in it. Like, delicious. Oh yeah, I folded them in. Like I blitzed them really, really fine so it's not like big honking bites of it. Yeah. I feel like I want to melt this down and drink it. Oh, like that's you okay. can. I'm sure you could, he could figure that out for you. Had a little booze in there. <laughs> yeah, add some whiskey to it. That, that's the only way you can make this better. So listen, I had a great time today for our New Year's Eve cocktail extravaganza. I want to thank dre thank you nari thanks ariel thank you happy new year shelby shelb it was awesome guys Anders. thanks again everybody gabe happy new year everybody oh and ed look it's almost midnight we should do a countdown oh my god 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 happy If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to check out our next episode, which is way better than this one. Oh, yeah. Also, follow and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash whiskey tangent and follow us on Twitter at whiskey tangent. You can follow me personally at that whiskey guy and follow Scott at giant cup of awesome spelled A-W-S-U-M just to be annoying. Hey. You can email us any questions, comments, or love at whiskeytangent at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us always at our podcast website, whiskeytangent.podbean.com.